Good morning, everybody. Kenny G back at it again. Uh, today, you know, we're going to get into a little bit about me more. Um, this is my second podcast now. Um, again, I'm a federal nurse. I'm a fireman. Um, I am into stocks a little bit. Uh, I'd love to give motivational help. Um, and I also love to help with health and fitness. Um, I like to, I like to, uh, let's just say I get into a little bit of everything. The reason for that is, you know, you don't just grow up and remember when you used to say, oh, I'm going to be a fireman or I'm going to be a police officer. You know, those were like the two main professions or a lawyer or a doctor, you know, and hey, that's great. But as we get older, you know, you start realizing that's what mom and dad wanted for you. You have to want that for yourself. And the best advice I could give you, just just get into a bunch of stuff. You know, as a kid, get into a bunch of sports, you know, get into music lessons, get into tennis lessons, get into baseball lessons, get into football lessons, everything. And now us as adults, you know, I started my career at Toys R Us. Um, you know, I worked my way up from Toys R Us. I started at Delhi uh, when I was 13 years old. Uh, I actually lied on my uh, papers and said that I was uh, 14 uh, so I could, you know, work for this uh, carpet cleaning company with my cousin, Michael. And uh, I got to work for a couple of days and then it was around Christmas time. He came to my house, he dropped me off the couple bucks he owed me so I could get my parents a couple Christmas presents at the time. It was like $75, whatever it was, you know, but it was something. And after he handed me the check, he's like, Kenny, you know, I can't have you work anymore. He's like, you know, you're 13 years old, <laughs> you know, and um, that's okay. But, you know, for some reason, something told me at 13 years old that I had to get a job. You know, I saw what was going on in my household. I saw my parents struggle. Um, I saw them struggling with addiction. I saw them struggling keeping the house maintained. You know, because everything wasn't horrible. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna sit here and say I had a horrible life from zero to you know 18, 19, 20 years old. But everything happened probably when I was about. I'd say maybe 13 14 that's when everything started going down for me but um you know again enough about me my name's kenny g um i'm here to help you any questions you have please please ask them please let's start commenting let's get into this i want to talk about what you guys want to talk about um a little bit of a different topic yesterday uh i was talking to someone about um, how we could help our children. Um, if you add them at 13 years old as an authorized user on your credit card, that doesn't mean that they get a credit card. That doesn't mean that they get to use your credit card. But what you're doing for them, that's almost better than having a, an account for them. You know, I actually am going to do both. I have an account for my daughter right now who just turned one on the third but i also am going to add her as an authorized user on my wife and i's account when she's 13 
Um, when we do that, that builds their credit up. So by the time they're 18, they're looking at over 800 credit score, you know, and that starts them off wonderful. Remember, we can always lead a horse to water, but can we make them drink it? You know, I could, I could show my daughter the way. I could teach her everything. I could show her the ropes, but if she's 18 years old and she decides to take her credit and run it because she wants a $300 credit card to take advance out to go hang out with her friends at the beach, that's her decision. I'm going to educate her. It's the same principle of me as a nurse. All I'm allowed to do is educate. Hey, Mr. Johnson, you know, you know, you are diabetic, so let's not have that donut. Let's not have that second donut. Let's not have that regular ginger ale. Let's try a diet. You know, that's all we could do is educate. Um, I get very passionate uh, because I love what I do. Remember, to give is to receive. I want you to say that again. Listen, to give is to receive. It's, it's a remarkable feeling. When you give, you receive. And I don't want people going out there saying, well, you know, I gave this guy $5 and my life is still hell. It doesn't work like that. For an example, I'll give a quick one. Um, I went and I got my American flag tattoo on my arm, my, the back of my forearm, about the top of my forearm, about maybe a month ago. And um, I've been following this artist on Instagram for a while. And, you know, everything was great. I liked her artwork. So we set it up. I'm like, hey, how you doing? Uh, can we set up an appointment? She said, sure. Okay. So we set it up. Then all of a sudden, um, we get together. She starts, you know, prepping me up. And she's like, you know where I remember you from? I said, no, where? She goes, you found my Blackberry. Yeah, the ancient, the ancient Blackberry uh, when we were kids. I said, get out of here. She's like, yeah. And you called my mother and told her where to go and I had to pick up the phone. And I was like, oh, my God. And that was literally, we must have been 17, 16 at that point, maybe younger. And today I'm 29. You know, and then after she was done with her part of the tattoo, I got a huge discount. And listen, I don't, I didn't want that discount. I really didn't. I offered her the money more, but I got a huge discount. And guess what that was? That was karma. Karma doesn't, karma doesn't wait for anybody. It's not, a, it's our karma doesn't happen immediately. Sometimes it does. Karma doesn't happen overnight. Karma doesn't happen in a month. Karma could happen literally 12 years later, as we've seen here. But that was a remarkable story to me. Um, you know, again, a, a lot about what's going on. You know, uh, I get a lot of questions about how I'm dealing with coronavirus and, you know, all that. The hardest part right now, I have to say, of dealing with coronavirus is more the back end of having a one-year-old, well, almost one-year-old daughter, and I'm not able to really hold her. I come home from work, and the first thing she wants to do is, like, come on over, and I'm in my scrubs, and I can't, you know. I get back from a fire call, same thing, you know, because, again, I go on the ambulance and the fire truck. 
So the hardest part of coronavirus for me right now is not being able to be in touch with my loved ones. Um, Also, being the last line and the last person that that person who was passing away from coronavirus has ever got to see. As they were passing away, I was the last one there telling them that it was going to be okay because at this point in time, still actually right now, there were no family members allowed. And it made me so emotional. It's making me emotional right now. Um, I can't tell you the number. It, 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 really, it really, really kills me. Um, you know, because you're, you're in there holding their hand, telling them it's going to be okay. And, you know, I have a few of my other nurses there in tears, crying. It, I mean, just picture a little blocked off quarter of you know, very, very, very sick people coughing all over the place, us in these hazmat suits, and now let's look on the the patient end, they don't know what's going on, all they see are these people in these hazmat suits, they don't know who we are coming in, you know, and, and, uh, it has just been a nightmare, the, um, in the fire company, you know, um, the ambulance side would be getting a lot of like uh, fire calls and ambulance calls. The ambulance calls are the FC response, we call them, fever and cough. Basically, we call that a pandemic call. So you don't know what you're going into. Does this person have corona? Does this person have, just have the sniffles? You don't know. My fire calls, you know, we get an automatic fire alarm, it's called. That's the call that could come in. Then all of a sudden, we get, you know, usually that means that it's just like a trip, trip alarm or something. We just got to reset it, whatever the case may be. But you always have to act like it's the biggest fire in the world when you're going. You have to act like you're ready to see, you know, you're ready to save people. You're ready to go. You know, you are in full you're in full gear, ready to go, ready to save anything you can. What our goal is in the fire company, life and property, exactly in that order. We're going to have much more stories. I'm so excited for this. Um, Again, you know, any questions you have, I'm here available 24-7. Like I said, leave in the comments what you want to hear. I got many stories and I got much, much more wisdom to give. I'll be back tomorrow. As always, Kenny G, thanks again for listening.